Welcome to the Feel Good in Body, Mind and Soul show. I'm your host, Isa Welly. I'm a registered nutritional therapist and a well-being coach, and I'm here to bring you tips, tools, and conversations around nutrition, well-being, mindset, to help you feel good in body, mind, and soul. Welcome back to my podcast, my beauty. Thank you so much for being here. Isabel here. Today we are answering, or I am answering, one of your questions. So I want to say a couple of weeks, but it's actually maybe a couple of months, you know. I've emailed you guys. uh, And so if you are on my mailing list, and if you aren't, why are you not on my mailing list? I only email weekly and with loads of great tips. So if you're not, um, check the show notes <laughs> on how you can join. And so basically, many of you answered back with some great challenges. So I wanted to know what what was your challenge? What did you feel challenged with in terms of your health, your well-being, and what I could support, what could I support you with? Um, So uh, one of you answered, and this is a great question because many, many of you are going through this in terms of how to get your health back on track. And obviously everybody has a bit of a different scenario, but I think this first one that I'm going to answer, a lot of us go through that, whether we're moms or not, she's a mom. So she's a mom of two, two kids under six and she's single and she is struggling with time management. So obviously she doesn't have a lot of time and it affects the way she cooks and and finding time to cook a good meal for herself because she obviously prioritizes her kids. So she said that eating too many greens makes her bloated and constipating and obviously not eating enough of it is also a problem. So she's trying to find the balance and she's a little bit concerned because in her family, there is a history of diabetes and she wants to make sure, I guess she's doing the best to avoid that. Again, in her family, lots of bloating. She's a, she's a fairly small woman and um, she's also struggling with diastasis, something you have when post-pregnancy. Um, Not everybody has it, but it's basically separation. So she's struggling and she wants to know uh, how to get herself, get her health back on track, where to start. Her bowel movements are not regular. She eats banana, kiwi, chia seeds in the morning, tries to have more kale, more beets, and that helps a little bit. But then as soon as she has anything like chocolate, cheese, or pizza, she eats downhill and, you know, her bowel struggles again. So she says, what should I do? What is the first thing I should tackle to get my health back on track? Thank you so much for that question, my lovely. You know who you are. Obviously not sharing names for privacy. So the first thing I'm going to say is you're, it's amazing because you have a self-awareness. You're realizing, okay, something is off in my body. When I eat this thing, I get bloated. I feel a certain way. So first thing first is being aware. So awareness is super important. Then I would say understanding where you are and what's happening or rather why it isn't happening. So in this case, there is possibly low sleep. I know that, for example, me, when I was, when I was, and I'm still breastfeeding, I'm eating way, way, way more carbs. And I tend to really want to crave sugary stuff, things I wouldn't 
or we usually eat, whether they're healthy or not, right? You can have tons of fruits, which is sugar at the end of the day, or you can have tons of chocolate, right? One is definitely healthier than the other one. But sometimes I crave both because I'm not sleeping enough, I'm breastfeeding and I'm exhausted. So understanding what's happening in your body is always, always the first thing to to tackle it. So it will help you also find solutions and being kinder to yourself. For me, for example, I know that, okay, I'm breastfeeding. I need to have more fat, more protein in my diet. I really need to try to sleep. Even if it's, you know, she wakes up at night, I need to, in the day, maybe trying to get a nap, but I need to do anything I can go to bed earlier to work on the root cause because that's what's going to help you. So yeah, so I will say phase one is understanding what your challenges are. So in this case, you're a mom of two, you don't have the time to cook. So how can you food prep, for example, right? So time is one of your biggest challenge. So can you find a couple of hours in the week that you set aside every week just to have a few bits in the fridge you can rely on? If you don't have that time, do you have a company where you live, where you can have meals that are already prepped in advance that you put in the freezer that you can pop out and you know they're healthy, they're well-balanced. We have quite a few of them in the UK here and these are great to rely on. I know that when I gave birth the first two, three weeks, we had some in the freezer and we'll just take them out. Like it was just amazing to have those because if not, I probably would just eat bread and butter, (laughs) which I love. But as you can imagine it wouldn't really work, would it? So time is your biggest challenge here, my lovely. So how can you use time to your advantage? Take a couple of hours in the week, like on a Sunday morning, maybe the kids are playing. Maybe you have like a family member that can help. Maybe you have a babysitter that can come for a couple of hours, whatever you can do to find those two hours to prep some meals, prep some essentials, a source of protein. You said you're not vegan, so maybe you can roast a piece of chicken, have a couple of um, cans of lentils ready as well to use in the week. Then you do a batch of quinoa and you'll roast some vegetables and you have that. And you know, the next three, four days, you have things to play with. You can chuck in a salad and make a few mixes together, you know? So time is your big challenge. So that will help. Another thing you would do as well is you know, again, take 10 minutes at the beginning of the week to write down four or five meals that you know you can rotate throughout the week. And that will also help you prep the right meals, right? So take your pen and paper, you know, okay, I can't have too much greens. It bloats me. It does this, it does that. Let me see the vegetables I can have. Let me see what I can have. Write down those meals. So you take out the thinking factor because we get so busy, all of us, mothers or no mothers and men, everybody, life gets so busy with work and trying to have a social life and that we get decision fatigue. Like decision fatigue is, I had it before, but being a new mom, I'm like, wow, this is very, very, <laughs> very real right now. Very intense. I can't even think for myself on like the smallest thing. So having some meals written that you've already written, you stick them on your fridge, It doesn't have to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can do that as well, but it can just be, okay, these are four meals I know that I want to do and rotate. I've already have three of the big things prepped. I'm just going to mix it. I'm not thinking, I'm reading, I'm doing, I'm eating. That's it. That will really help you as well. And it's a habit you're going to have to take for the first three, four weeks maybe, and then it'll become easier. You know, it won't be such a hard thing to think about. 
So that's the first thing. Time is your challenge is answering that. Okay. How can I work with my time? Prep your food, write your meals down, make it work for yourself, right? Really focus on that. And that's the first thing you want to think of. Then secondly, I'll say, what is your pattern? And that can be for anybody else. If you're struggling with your meals, if you're skipping meals, understanding, okay, why am I always skipping my meals? Is there something happening in the morning that makes me skip my meals? Is it the time? How can I work around this to address that, right? What is your pattern? What are you doing? I know for me, for example, if I get up in the morning and I eat too early, I tend to be hungry too early. But if I wait and have water and warm water, maybe a little bit of fruit and have breakfast at 10, it works better for me throughout the day in terms of cravings, in terms of snacking. So everybody's different. I also work from home. So if you're going to the office, like really think about your lifestyle and what's happening, what are the patterns? And if you're overwhelmed, how can you create space for yourself? Do you need to wake up a little bit earlier? Do you need to go to bed earlier so you can find that 20 minute or half an hour in the day or that two hours in the week to plan your meals and buy you food accordingly? Really, again, going back to that, I can't stress it enough, but the very, very first step is time management. I know it's like, how do I get my health back on track? I'm talking about time management, but it really is the first thing because we are all time poor. We all running around the clock and trying to make things happen. It's really reviewing your diary and setting aside those two hours in the week to plan your meals, food prep, and do the food order even, you know, order the food so it gets delivered or order those already prepped meals. And just doing that, you're going to start building a new habit, right? The second part is, I would say is, so that was the first part, which is more like the thinking process and sitting down and thinking about, okay, what you're struggling with and how you can make things work. The second part is now taking action. And I'll say, and I've recorded a podcast, an episode on this before, is starting with one thing, just one thing, right? In your case, there is a case of bloating, constipation, fatigue, and which probably gives you a sense of that sluggishness. And that can be due to many things, right? It can be due to the way you eat. But based on your answers, I suspect, and again, I'm just suspecting, I'm not doing a diagnosis and having not have a whole case, taking your whole case, your history and how you eat and everything. I suspect there's a little bit of a gut dysbiosis there. I suspect you might have a little bit of an overgrowth of pathogenic bacteria that needs to be addressed. And why am I saying this is because you're constipated, bloated often. And also you say that when you eat a little bit of sugar, it goes downhill, you get bloated, your bowel gets irregular, etc. So these are all signs that something is happening in your gut that needs to be addressed. And more often than not, it's just a dysbiosis. It can be a small dysbiosis, it can be a bit more of a severe one, but it will be important to address it at some point. But you can start with supporting your digestive system with some really easy habits. And here they are. Number one, eat calmly and chew your food properly, right? I know if you don't have the time, it's like, I don't even have the time to cook the meals. But these are things, these are habits that you want to take. These are 10 minutes you want to take. You're going to have to work at finding those 10 minutes to just eat calmly, not when you're running after your kids or for everybody else. 
in front of your computer, typing away, doing something else, scrolling on Instagram while you're doing this, just you and your food. You can be flicking through a magazine if you want, um, something that is relaxing away from the screen. So eat calmly, chew your food properly. If you're struggling with bloating, very, very important. Eliminate stress. And I know I'm saying that and it's hard for all of us, especially for you that send me this question as a single mom of two. I know you must be so busy. I have one child. I'm not single. I have support. (laughs) And sometimes I'm still stressed and busy. And I'm like, oh my God. So I can only imagine the amount of work you have on your plate. And I know you're doing amazing. And just remember that you're doing incredible at raising your beautiful babies and finding time for yourself is also part of it's part of raising them, it's part of supporting them because they want to see their mom healthy and thriving and you're going to be setting the example for them and they need you to be healthy so you can give them your best. So don't beat yourself up or don't feel bad if you need to take time 15, 20 minutes away from them, quote unquote, which is not really away from them to prioritize your health, right? It's really important. So try to eliminate stress by finding a little time for yourself, In terms of bloating and constipation, I'm coming back to that. Things that can also support you for your digestive system, as well as eating calmly and chewing your food, are bitters, bitter food. So apple cider vinegar, lemon water, grapefruit, 20 minutes before your meals to support your stomach acid. A lot of my clients that have bloating and constipation tend to have low stomach acid. And it's something that goes that diminish as we as we age with stress as well, with certain medications, with our lifestyle. So supporting it is great. You can do that with natural food that I've just mentioned. I'm actually recording another episode that will come this month on how to support your gut health on budget. So I'm not talking about supplements, just the food. So do listen to that one as well, please. Prioritize cooking warm meals over cold meals. For some of us that have sensitive guts and struggle with um, digestion, that will help a lot to have warm meals. In Chinese medicine, they actually always say that warm food is way better than cold food. I'm not going to go into all of that today because it's not um, the goal of this episode, but it's a great one to look into and see how you react to cold meals and make sure you have uh, warm meals. Fiber, water, if you're sensitive to too much veggies, it's another sign that perhaps there's something going on there in your guts to address because some people that have SIBO can struggle, which is a small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, can also struggle with certain vegetables uh, or with too much of them. It can also be that you're having too much too soon. Maybe go back to the starting board and start slowly with a handful a day and then increase. Um, Something to look forward to. Flaxseed in your yogurt will help you. Basically, really look into how you can bring in small little habits and small little things into your diet to help you with bloating and constipation. Things are not going to take time, right? I'm not asking you to cook some big meals and things like that, but just adding kefir, for example, a little bit of flaxseed and little things like that that are not expensive, not time consuming. So what is the action for you? Number one, You say, how do you get your health back on track? First thing first, plan your meals and plan your kids' meal for the week. That will be the first thing I'll do. Sit down, find the time, plan 
those meals. Then order the foods, do your budget. If you have budget after you've ordered the meals and the foods, you plan everything, you can look into digestive enzymes and probiotics. They can help you as well. And do that for four weeks. Just focus on that, right? That's all you want to focus on. This will really, really help you one thing at a time. Once that's done and you are picking up the habits and you start feeling better and your gut feeling better, you're feeling better with food, you know that you're having your three meals a day, you're managing stress okay. It doesn't matter if that takes four, six weeks, eight weeks. Once you have that done, then you can assess, okay, how's my gut feeling? And if he's still feeling a little bit not right, then you can book an appointment with a practitioner to test for bacteria overgrowth or maybe candida or just to see what's happening in your gut. It could be also hormone-related, liver, like it can be so many things. But I would focus on that first. And for everybody else listening, this is the first thing you do when you're struggling, you don't know how to get your health back on track. You sit yourself down, you manage your time, you find the time to review your meals, to order some good meals, to cook for yourself. And that's the first thing you do. And finding that time might mean, okay, you need to review a whole lot of things. And that's okay. You might have to review your sleep routine, what time you're going to bed, your sleep hygiene, your stress, your work times, but that's where you start. And then you go with the meals. Don't run into your kitchen and be like, okay, I'm going to buy all these things. I'm going to do that. After a week, you're not going to be able to, to continue, right? And you're going to feel so bad and you'll be so annoyed. Start with managing your time first and start with finding an hour or two a week to prep some meals, to have some essentials, to write down what you're going to eat, how you're going to eat it, how it's going to work. Preparation always, 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 right? Fail to prepare, prepare to fail, something like that, right? Always prepare, prepare, prepare. And then I have so many episodes on gut health. Go and listen to those episodes if you're struggling with bloating and constipation. have tons and tons and tons of tips for you. Quick touch up on diastasis recti because you mentioned it and I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, loads of women uh, of women think that um, having that pouch after a pregnancy is only food related, but it's actually not. If you have diastasis recti, so ab separation, Poor posture, poor core strength will play a big role. How you pick up your kids, how you stand up in that pouch that you're developing. So go back to basic Pilates and I'm doing a shameless plug of myself here as a Pilates teacher as well. (laughs) I'm doing it all, guys. I do it all. The Pilates, the nutrition, I've got you covered, right? Do the Pilates no crunches, just some core activations. 10 minutes a day, I have tons of videos on YouTube, or you can also work and go on YouTube, some free videos. It's loads of them, not just my channel on um, Dastasi Recti, and they will show you the things you can do to uh, close the gap. And closing the gap will help you with that pouch, not just food. Et voila for today. I hope I've answered your questions on how to get your health back on track. And again, resuming and summing this up is starting with managing your time, understanding first what's happening, and then managing your time to stop with the meals. That's the very, very, very first thing. Listen to this episode again, grab your notebook, take a pen, Go back to the beginning when I talk about awareness, take some notes. And I'm here in the DMs, please DM me at Isawelli. I'd love to support you more. And that's it. 
Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review on the Apple podcast. It will really, really help the show. So much love for you and I will see you soon.